Kia ora and hello friends. Welcome to the Restoring Connections podcast. I am Matthew Dawson and we are diving into all kinds of topics in this podcast around the healing and strengthening of your most important relationships. We tend to center around four main things, personal responsibility, proactive care, powerful communication and healthy boundaries. Um, I think this is episode 15. If you've listened to the podcast up until this point, you've probably gotten used to the fact that I'm never totally sure what number uh, episode it is, but that's all right. It doesn't really matter. I am super, super excited about this particular podcast episode because I've got my very own son, Levi, sitting right next to me. He's trying really hard not to giggle. Um, I think he's kind of excited about being here. There he is. Um, we've got a cool, we've been having a cool morning. He got to stay home from school today, didn't you, bud? Uh-huh. Yeah, so. That's good. Is that the only reason that you were willing to do the podcast was to stay home from school? Maybe. Oh, come on. So we went out and got a little bit of breakfast, which has been cool. On the way home, I was very pleased indeed to find out that one of his best mates at school, uh, his favorite song is Thunderstruck. And so Levi was like, what's Thunderstruck? So we watched the, the official music video to Thunderstruck. So, um, so yeah, so we've had a very classy uh, morning. Yeah. Actually. It was awesome. Um, okay, so the title of this episode, we thought would, what we thought would be a good title was, Can My Fear Be Your Problem? Uh, which is something that I think we can all kind of relate to. It's a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but the idea that we want to dive into is is um, really around, the discussion we want to dive into is around owning the fears that we struggle with individually rather than, because it's got to, something's got to happen with that fear. Fear creates tension and some somebody's got to you know bend to that right um, in a in a relationship. And so, what we want to talk about is that Levi's got a particular story um, that he wanted to dive into. And he said, "Oh, Dad, I'd like to be on the podcast." And I said, "Oh, what would you like to talk about?" He said, "Oh, there's a particular story um, uh, that he said that he'd really like to dive into," which I thought sounded like an awesome idea. And as we were reflecting on it, we thought. What's really highlighted in this story is an example of Levi feeling a sense of fear about something, which we all struggle with, right? Yeah. Everybody deals with fear. Of course. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's a normal part of life. But not everybody chooses to deal with their fear. And so this is a really cool, this story is a really cool example of somebody, in this case it's Levi, owning what he was afraid of and dealing with it, getting the healing that he needed, replacing that fear with courage rather than making his fear someone else's problem to deal with. Because quite often what happens in a relationship is, you know, like we talked about the example of, let's say I'm the kind of person um, that really struggles with a fear around rejection. And so in, in my relationships, the closer you get to me, the more I'm afraid that eventually you will reject me. And again, we can all, to some degree, we can all identify with the fear of being rejected, right? Have you ever been rejected, Levi? Yes. Yeah, me too. Okay, so that is obviously not a good feeling. And so therefore it's kind of natural to have some concern or anxiety around that. 
But if that becomes a debilitating thing, if that becomes something that's real, there's a pattern on repeat where I'm, I'm really scared deep down in the deepest part of my heart that, the, that people are going to reject me. I'm unworthy of love. And so, and, and so um, I, there's two ways to go about that. I either basically ask the, you know, whether I do this really, really explicitly and actually say this or whether it just kind of comes out implicitly. Um, I either ask the people around me, I might say, you know, I need you to reassure me constantly um, that you're never going to leave me. And I need, you know, every single day and I need you to never tell me the truth about if I do something that you don't like, because that's going to trigger this fear of rejection that I have. And so I'm asking you to modify your behavior to cater to me being afraid, right? And so that way I get to keep my fear and you change your behavior so that I don't have to deal with my fear. Obviously not a particularly healthy way of relating um, because it's not sustainable. Eventually that's going to get really frustrating. It might work for a bit, but long-term, what makes a relationship healthy is when you've got two people who fully own their fear. Because whose is your fear? Who does your fear belong to? Uh, well, if it's yours, then who does it belong to? Me. Exactly. <laughs> and my fear. Do you want my fear? Or would you rather I just keep the ownership of my fear? Uh, you, you can, <laughs> I don't need your fear. Exactly. How about you keep your fear? I'll keep my fear. I'll deal with my fear. You deal with your fear, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably a better arrangement. Um, so your fear is yours. I, I don't really need that. I want you to deal with your fear. Okay, so let's dive into the story. We've heard me waffling on for long enough about yeah. it by now, I think. Yeah, I'm kind of sick of it. <laughs> okay, sounds good. So, let, so where does the story start? So you're trying to get to bed one night. Yeah. And tell us what happened. Um, well, I'm trying to get to bed and I'm like lying in bed and for some reason the curtain is open uh, so I can see at my window. I remembered closing it, but I don't know. Right. Should I share about what happened before with the, the car that was parked oh, as well? Yeah. Or does that not matter? Yeah. Yeah, like there was a, also a car parked earlier on in the day and uh, dad said that... Well, it was pretty... It was kind of only about 30 minutes before. Yeah. Something like that. Nighttime. Yeah, yeah, and it was like a random car had appeared and dad said he was going to go investigate with... Um, yeah, with our neighbor. Yeah, with our neighbor. Yeah. Because uh, in, our, in our context, we live in a rural context, so it's not like we're in a suburb. So a car parked randomly at the top at the in the near the drive like at the top of the driveway at the top of the entrance you know it's pretty strange yeah and it made us wonder oh is there somebody wandering around the around the farm like around yeah. the farms around yeah yeah and we did figure out that it was just our neighbor's guest yeah yeah something yeah. like that exactly something, but you know. didn't know that at the time but i didn't so yeah. you were probably a little concerned here yeah. you know oh dad's uh, off into the dark to go see if there's some random yeah. person around, right? Yeah, that was that was scary. So I looked out. I looked out the window because it was open. Like I, I was just like, that's what I did. And it was like there was this um, like shape in the because we have a playground outside. So mm. there was a, this shape in the top of the playground, and. That was scary at first, but then two like glowing eyes turned 
turned and stared at me through the window and you that know that is when, not what you want to say when you look out the window like, when you're trying to go to bed yeah that's like full like horror story thing and what I like I stayed there stuck to my bed like I didn't want to go anywhere I just stared at it and I eventually I like came over my fear and ran to mom mom and dad's rooms and I was like hey someone's looking through the window I didn't even think for a second that it was an animal or anything like that I just thought person looked through the window so I just we can laugh about it now but it wasn't very funny at the time it wasn't funny at the time so I came over to mom and dad's room got them and it got way more scary because uh it like disappeared when they came back like right. it wasn't there anymore that was even more scary because now was, it's like where is this thing what now something is roaming around the house i like was petrified what were some of the thoughts that you have because i think it's actually helpful to dive into um how things can kind of play on your mind like what were some of the thoughts you had of what it could be well first first i was like I immediately, what came to my mind first was, well, obviously, this is the person that was in the car. Ah, uh, yes. And I was like, well, if it wasn't a person, it was like some sort of monster mm. or something, some sort of creepy person. And then I started getting into it deeper, and I was like, what if this isn't a monster, but it's a it's like a crazy person. It's some insane psycho yeah, yeah, at our a, house. And I was... And you so, aren't like, your brain is yeah, kind of going and going and going. Yeah, and right. it just got more scarier, like, scary. Every thought I had just got made it more scary and scary. And yeah. I, like, <laughs> it was not enjoyable. Like, it was the most horrifying thing. And yeah. then, so I got mom and dad and... So they came and looked at it, and it was like, okay, well, there's nothing there. But we let you come and stay in our room yeah. that night, right? For, for yeah. Yeah, like, for, as long as you needed to until you... Yeah, yeah. until I went back, yeah. I think. And, uh, so, and that's, kind of the, that's kind of the point that we're trying to make, is that yeah. obviously mom and dad like having their space to themselves, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, a mom and a dad need that. And so we really like Levi kind of being in his space and mom and dad having our space. And when you were feeling, you know, those things you were feeling, it was like, oh man, I really just want to be in mom and dad's space. Yeah. And it kind of went on for a few nights, I think. Yeah, it went on for about two, two yeah, nights. Yeah, two, maybe three nights, something yeah. like that. And eventually mom was like, okay. And you were at a crossroads, right? You had to decide, do I want to mom and dad to keep, or do I want them to have to change their behavior yeah. so that I can keep my fear, or am I gonna? I, or am I gonna face my fear and yeah. sleep in my own bed tonight? Yeah, yeah. So I. And not just like be terrified and alone, but actually deal with it and get to the bottom of it and replace that fear with what something better, like something better, like a. Possum, like maybe. like love he, or like courage but yeah i see what you mean like get you know yeah. the story in your head yeah, has to change right yeah so yeah so tell us so tell us what happened a few nights later so mom me like i was like in my room ready to get to the end i was really scared and stuff like because i had decided to sleep in my own bed that night and yeah. i was like 
Mom, can I please leave the hallway light on? Please. And she was like, no, I couldn't get this. So we did this thing. She went onto the couch. She probably gave you a choice. eh? She's like, how about instead of doing that, how about we actually get the healing that we need? Yeah. Right? Mom's pretty awesome with that kind of thing. Yeah, so she said to put your hands on your heart and kind of grab the scary things and Mm -hmm. throw them away, like motion your hand. Mm -hmm throw them away and so I did that and all of a sudden I just started laughing <laughs> and I don't know it was like crazy yeah. and I th- and I thought wow like that's, that's insane yeah. like how would that happen yeah like it's just weird it was like you got it was like you exchanged something yeah. Like when you go to Macker's, you give them 10 bucks and they give you your yeah. food. It yeah. was the same as like I gave, you know, you got, you gave away your fear and, ex- yeah. and exchanged it for what? Joy? Yeah. 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 Which one's better? Do you regret making the exchange? Do you regret, do you wish that you'd kept your fear? No. No, no. definitely not. The, that fear sucked. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and so that, that story, again, it comes back to this idea that you had a crossroads, the fear that you were experiencing, which is, it's normal. Fear is a part of life. You know what I mean? And I think for, for you to have the, the courage to actually do something about that is really admirable. And it starts with the, it starts with not condemning yourself. Imagine if you were just like, oh, I'm afraid. And now I'm condemning myself. I feel like I suck because I'm afraid. And then it's like, I suck and I'm afraid and I suck and I'm afraid and I suck and I'm afraid. And we go round and round and round and round and round. Things get worse and worse. Whereas if you kind of go, do you know what? Yeah, I'm afraid. It is what it is. That's where it starts, right? Yeah. And you go, okay, well, my, you know, how about I do something about it? Yeah. And then you did do something and you asked for help. Yeah. And you got the help that you needed, which was epic. Yeah. And how has it been? And how has it been since then? It's good. Like, I don't. I'm oh yeah, because you got you came away with the clarity that actually it really probably was just a pulse and I. Yeah, it was just, and but well, I, I had no idea that pulsons had glowing eyes. Right. The yes, but so, they do. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's why. Like, if I did know that, I was probably gonna think, oh, that's. Just a pul- but I had no idea that animals could have, a, except for cats. That's the right. only animal that had glowing eyes in the dark. And it could be a cat. Mm. Yeah, but the, I had no idea possums had glowing eyes. And I was like, whoa, like, I wouldn't have a clue. Like, yeah, and that's a good point, too. Sometimes the way that we overcome fear is with understanding. Yeah. You got some understanding. You got some yeah. truth. Oh, yeah. Flip. That probably was a possum because possums do have, you know, their eyes can glow if the light shines on them, you know, at night and that kind of thing. And so you got some understanding and then you also had that experience that you had in your heart, both of which were really helpful, eh? Yeah. Yeah. And now you're back to being able to be in your room. Mom and dad can have their space. Yeah, mom and dad can have their very lovely space. (laughs) Yeah. And it builds the connection between us. It actually builds trust between us that we know that you don't want us to own your fear. You're going to own your fear and you're going to do something about your fear. And that's what we want in a healthy relationship. It's not to say, oh, this relationship needs no, you know, we need to never experience fear. Of course, we're going to experience fear. 
what makes it work is that I own when I'm afraid of something. Do you know what um, what I get afraid of, Levi? I'm not sure if you even know this. Yeah. But what I often get afraid of in my relationships, I get afraid of the the um, the feeling of being unworthy, the feeling of being like not like I haven't done enough, I'm not good enough. Some people have a you know their fear tends to be around being alone. You know, they feel like I'm alone. Even when they're not alone, they feel like they're alone, yeah. you know. And other people might have a fear of um, being trapped. Like, oh, no matter what, I always feel like I'm trapped. I feel like I'm powerless. I don't struggle with those, but my fear tends to be around feeling like I'm unworthy. I haven't done enough. I'm not good enough, you know, that kind of thing. And so yeah. sometimes, and mom would be able to, you know, talk to us about this. Sometimes in my relationships... Maybe without even knowing, I've needed, I've wanted people to try to make up for that fear and, and relate to me in a way that kind of makes up the difference, you know what I mean? And kind of they own that and reassure me of things and da, 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 and don't tell me the real truth about what you really feel, but I've had to learn the hard way. I got to own that fear. That's my fear. And I got to deal with that myself. Yeah. So you're my like role model now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> kind of just kidding you don't want to put that pressure on you um cool any last comments before we sign off um uh, no not really sounds good i think we can drop the microphone there not literally because these are quite nice microphones um <laughs> but we'll just sort of metaphorically drop the microphone eh? Bang. All right. See you, friends. That's us. Hope you found that helpful. We'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.